0: left off link had awakened all six sages and returns to the temple of time for the climax of this story what happens there cameron
1: okay so uh i think you're gonna like the way it comes together though i think you're gonna like it so you gather up the last of the sages all of whom are dead except for possibly Nibiru it's not super clear and it's time to go back to the temple of time and meet sheik for one last time and And one of the real surprises that the game held for people, if you weren't spoiled on it ahead of time, is that Sheik is Zelda. What? Yeah. When you're 11, that's mind-blowing. And it's interesting, because this sequence right here is both the best scene that Zelda has in the entire game, and also the worst scene that Zelda has in the entire game. Yeah. Because, well, the worst part, I don't even have to explain. Because it's like, oh, well, you don't have any agency for the rest of this sequence. Get out of here, you... But the bit where she talks about her regrets and how hard it's been waiting and how she's ready to fix things now for the both of you to work together to fix the mistakes she made as a child, that's good stuff. That's actually some pretty decent characterization they gave to Zelda right there. And it recontextualizes a lot of your interactions with Sheik, too, and it makes people ask a lot of questions. Is that so? Yeah. Yeah. In... In my particular corner of the internet, arguing about chic was the first time that a lot of us, since we were just kids, were introduced to the concept of the idea that your physical characteristics and your gender didn't necessarily have to align.
0: Oh, God, are you talking about the arguments of, of what chic looks like down there? No, 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 no.
1: I mean, and some... It, the the arguments expanded in a lot of different ways, so some of it covered that, yes, but I'm talking like more that you could argue that Sheik presents as male. The only person that, like you were referring to Sheik with masculine pronouns, the only person in the game who refers to Sheik with third-person pronouns is Ruto, and she refers to him as a young man, but Zelda's a woman, and... We just had a lot of arguments about that. It's I think that's what led to a lot of fan fickers writing out these stories where Sheik was like a completely separate person. But but those arguments are just interesting to look back on because it was a lot it, for a lot of us. It was the first time where we were introduced to these ideas about the gap between gender and presentation of gender and the idea of sexual characteristics and gender not necessarily being aligned. So That was. A learning experience back in the day it was it
0: it just led to some interesting conversations a lot of ideas in when nintendo has gone back to sheik they've usually drawn him more femininely
1: um they've been a lot more explicit about sheik as zelda in disguise or as an ocarina of time sheik is almost a completely separate character until it's like whoops it's zelda and yeah it sheik in hyrule warriors is way more feminine than sheik is in ocarina of time and i don't know exactly why that is come to think i guess because it's not supposed to be a mystery in hyrule warriors it's more like a wink and a nod about the mystery from ocarina yeah yeah Yeah. i don't know i like sheik sheik's cool i like sheik and by extension zelda is also cool in this game yeah zelda (laughs) kid zelda's cool Kid Zelda's cool. Adult Zelda's cool because she has a lot of regrets. She's like, wow, I can't believe we let Ganon get the Triforce. That's fucked up. Yeah, it's all your fault. It is completely the fault of these two kids. One, because she told the other one to do something, and the other because he was like, yep, I'll do that. And this is also the sequence where it's revealed that the entire time you have had one of the pieces of the Triforce.
0: Now, this is the first place this concept is introduced, right?
1: It is, to the best of my knowledge, the very first time. When Zelda says that the Triforce parts, when touched by someone with an imbalanced heart, will each seek out the person who best embodies each of their qualities. And I guess Ganon with power makes a lot of sense because he's got this enormous greed for it. And Link with courage also makes sense. And Zelda with wisdom, I guess she earned that in the time to come because she had a lot to regret but I, I, I like this better than the only other case where you get the Triforce of Courage without putting it together yourself, or without going down and hunting it yourself, is in Twilight Princess. And the two games work very differently in how you get the Triforce of Courage.
0: Right. In Twilight Princess, you're just born with it. You're just, you've just got it
1: for no particular reason. Whereas in Ocarina of Time, you have... To The act of getting into the Sacred Realm is a series of trials that in themselves, in any other game, might have made you worthy to carry the entire Triforce in the first place. Monica has actually argued to me that Link himself is in balance and probably could have the entire Triforce, but that with the Triforce split up and seeking out people who best represent different parts of it he represents courage most heavily
0: but zelda specs more heavily into wisdom so to speak she's the only one that recognized ganon was obviously bad yes this big evil man so you can override that split if you just kill the other wielders
1: um I'm not, it, it doesn't seem that you even actually have
0: to kill them. Ganondorf is very clearly
1: going to kill them in Ocarina of Time, but in Wind Waker, he's able to just slap them around a little bit. Yeah, and take it. And take it. It's like, as long as you're not resisting him, he can take it. He's a bad wizard, and he has the Triforce, and he can put it, he can just put it together like that. And it, th- that sequence where Ganondorf traps Zelda in a magic crystal and it magics her away always kind of bothered me as a kid, because I was like, well, if he can do that, like, What's stopping him from doing that to me? Your boy. Ah, uh, Yeah, I guess so. I guess, like, you want to say, like, no, it's the Master Sword? Why would the Master Sword stop it? It specifically is anti-Triforce magic. Okay, if you want to go with that. I know what the real reason is, that it's not so much why can't he do that to Link, it's why can he do that to Zelda? Because it's like the instant she takes the chic disguise away, it's like, boom, gotcha it's a bad, it's it's still a bit of a, it's a really, really silly scene. And then you're going through Ganon's Tower, which is the last segment of this whole thing. And Ganon's Tower is interesting because the sages actually manifest twice each in Ganon's Tower. The first time is when they're building you a literal rainbow bridge. I always thought that was really cool. I like the rainbow bridge. And it turns out the thing you really need them for is to build the rainbow bridge so you can walk into Ganon's Tower. That's the, uh mechanical justification
0: that's it huh
1: can you think of anything else that you actually have them do but why do we need them to make a rainbow bridge well they also seal cannon i guess i don't know yeah but mechanically speaking it's just a rainbow bridge are you getting tired crystal no okay you sure uh-huh seem a little bit reticent in the last 15 20 minutes i just want to hear that theory where's that it? oh oh god okay fine So you fight your way through Ganon's castle and the sages manifest every time you take down a portion of the barrier that he's using to protect his tower. And this barrier is aligned along the same elemental forces that the sages represent. Shadow, spirit, water, fire, uh, light, and forest. And I don't know if that's meant to be a mockery or if it's a manifestation of the curse that he's placed on the temples or what. But you have to go through and solve a bunch of puzzles that are reminiscent of the puzzles that you solved in each of those temples, except for the light temple. That whole sequence is just nonsense. And then you fight your way up Ganon's tower, which is actually one of my favorite parts of the game, because it's just combat. And the combat in Ocarina of Time is really limited, but I still had a lot of fun with it when I was a kid. Nothing feels quite as right as taking the big Goron sword and just tearing an iron knuckle to pieces with it. I love that big Goron sword. It's so good. Like, it's not that I think that in some ways, I still prefer that trading sequence to the trading sequence that we got in Link's Awakening, because at the end of it, you're given a big honking sword. Yeah. Why do you need the Master Sword? You got a better sword. Ah. That's one element that I didn't like as much. When I was a kid, my sense of storytelling didn't let me go like, why does this sword do better than the Master Sword? I thought the Master Sword was the special magic sword. Why it that doesn't make any sense. It offended like little eleven-year-old Cameron that it was better than the Master Sword, but you couldn't use
0: the shield with it, so that's something. Did it offend you in uh, Link's Awakening when you could upgrade the Master Sword? Uh, you mean Link to the Past? Yeah, well, Link to the Past rather, I, and Link
1: Between Worlds actually. Uh, yeah, I thought that was straight up uh, ridiculous. That was that was t- that was Trey Goofy. It's like, so how are we? We've got this God-forged sword that specifically combats the power of the Triforce, the engine of creation, that it's like, it's the counterpoint to the most powerful magical artifact in existence. How could we possibly make this better? Well, we could get some dwarves to bang on it with hammers for a couple hours. Will that work? Oh yeah, that works great. I don't see what the issue is. And then you take it to, which, which one of the great fairies was it who blessed it into the golden sword? It was one of them. And then I kind of came back around on it because it's a golden sword. And I'm like, well, that's ridiculous enough for me to like it. But yeah, the big orange sword, that's a good price for a trade sequence. And I think we should have more trade sequences that end in you getting big big honking swords. It's my favorite thing.
0: You could have some pretty good trade sequences in Breath of the Wild.
1: Yeah, you really could. It would take a while, though. I'm playing through Master Mode right now. And uh thing about Master Mode is I'm trying to do it without warping where I can. And it makes you have a very different relationship with the landscape. I really like my horses now. They're good ponies. Yeah, I never use the horse. Yeah, they're good to have, though. Like the giant horse, it, it runs really... F- like, it's a two-star speed, but that's to scale with its size. So its two-star speed is equivalent to a four-star from any other horse. So it does pretty good. Let's see now. you got through that. going uh, I guess you fight Ganondorf after that. He's playing on a big piano. I love the bit where he's, like, wailing on that organ. It's like, how long have you been practicing up here, man? And he's really good at it. He's playing his own theme music. Uh Uh-huh. The canonical origin of Ganondorf's theme music is that he wrote it himself. What else is he going to do up there? I guess wait for you to show up. I wonder why he didn't come down and fight you. He wanted to
0: fight you on his own turf. Everything here is his own turf. Then he challenges you to a tennis match.
1: Oh, yeah, he does challenge you to a tennis match. That you... That theoretically you're supposed to reflect with the Master Sword, but you can actually reflect with any item that you're able to swing, including a bottle. I actually thought he was... My first time through the game, I thought Ganondorf was like the hardest fight. Just tennis. you play Mario Tennis? Yes. It's that. It's that. It is not that. It is not even close to that. There's a lot of things that make it different. One of the things that made it difficult for me was because they took away Z-targeting for that battle. Yeah, but you can still center the camera. Yeah, I know. I know. But also, like, he constantly does things that are knocking down different parts of the um, arena. So if you're not relatively quick at dealing damage to him after you've knocked him down, and I wasn't to start with. I'm not afraid to say that. If you're not, like, good at it, then you'll end up in situations where the only parts of the arena that are left to you are the corner pieces. And fighting him from there is actually quite a bit harder.
0: I thought that was easy. I always just rush to the corner pieces. Really? Yeah, then center the camera, get my big Goron sword, and play tennis. Oh. My first time through, I thought it was pretty tough.
1: And so you beat up Ganondorf, and depending on the version that you play, you either beat him up so bad that he either loses his lunch or actually starts vomiting blood.
0: I had the red blood cartridge.
1: I also had the red blood cartridge. And for me, that's the cannon. You beat his ass so good, he's puking blood everywhere. And... He loses his shit and basically destroys the top of his tower, and he collapses after that, and Zelda's like, well, I guess he's dead. That was pretty pathetic. And then the tower collapses, and you escape the tower with Zelda, who has to use her magic to open all the doors for you, and freaks out every time you brush a toe against a flaming rock.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (gasps) It's like, oh, no, no, honey, it's fine. I'm okay. It's fine. Oh. Oh. It all works out in the end, because you get to the bottom, and you beat the game. The credits roll. It's weird that the, you didn't fight Pig Ganon in this one, that's okay. I guess they'll show up in the next game.
1: Oh, man. You know, when you get to the bottom, and everything's real quiet, and the castle finishes collapsing in on itself, and she's like, wow, everything's good now, and then there's a boom, and she's like, what was that noise? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I guess I better go investigate it. And Then Ganondorf pops out of it, and he's breathing ragged. And everything is dark, so you can only see the glow of his eyes. In the N64 version, anyway. You could see him really clearly in the 3DS version, so the effect was different. Yeah, they messed up the lighting. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It's probably the best version outside of this one scene. And then he turns into Ganon. And that in 1998 was
0: the coolest monster design that i'd ever seen in my life i think the lighting helped it a lot because when you see it in the good lighting of the 3ds version it's not as impressive
1: well i mean the monster design is part and parcel with the environment i guess because it's not as impressive when you see him in plain light and i think that the battle itself uses that to good effect when he's about to get the final blow because the lighting returns to normal, and you see him when he's down, and he's sort of pathetic looking. But you see him in
0: bright white flashes
1: every time the thunder crashes, and that's a really good effect. Let's
0: talk about this transformation, Cameron. Okay. Because the implication of the scene here seems to be that Pig Ganon is a creation of the Triforce of Power. Is that what you think? Yes. How do you mean? That with that Ganondorf, with the power of the Triforce, makes himself into a pig.
1: Well, it does definitely seem like he draws on the power of the Triforce to transform.
0: Because then at the end of the game, he turns back into Ganondorf. Right. But they don't take his Triforce. That's very true.
1: I think that that's the thing, is that it powers the transformation, but once he's defeated, he returns to his true form, so to speak. Ganon in this game is a form that he takes, but it's almost like a costume that he puts on. A shape that he assumes to house the power that he's drawing on from the Triforce.
0: Oh, Oh, you think it's just the Super Saiyan transformation? Um, kind of. Yeah, kind of. I guess that would make sense, because the two sequels in this game, where he doesn't get the full Triforce, he's still Ganondorf.
1: Right. That's absolutely the case. And the... especially in the Red Blood version, the bit where you take out Ganon after defeating him, and this is actually a pretty decent sequence. I I always get, this is is silly, but I've always been kind of affected by the very beginning of the battle because Navi says that he won't hold her back again and this time you fight together. And I was like, oh, we've been running around together for like 60 hours, you are my friend. And uh, you managed to pound on him enough that it staggers him and then Zelda holds Ganon down with her power, which kind of a preface to later developments in the series, I guess. And then you go sick house upside his actual head with the Master Sword. Uh Uh-huh, you stab him. You don't just stab him. Like, in the 3DS version, it's meant to be reminiscent of later games where you end up, like, stag him in the head. In the N64 version, you stab him in the mouth. But he doesn't die. No, he doesn't die. Like, Ganondorf's essentially unkillable, so long as he holds the Triforce of Power. You can't take him out. Well, yeah, you can. In Ocarina of Time, you sure as shit can. Link made a really good go at it, stabbing him in the head. Like, I think that's probably the most firmly that any Link has tried to kill Ganon and failed at it. But the entire premise of the final battle is built on the idea that actually killing him is impossible.
0: Nor can you even really take away his power.
1: Yeah, like you don't have the means or the knowledge necessary to circumvent the vast magical force that he's wielding. And I've always thought that was interesting. Because in every other appearance of this guy, you're not trying to seal him. You're
0: trying to ice him. Particularly in A Link to the Past particularly in A Link to the Past. Where you ice him with no Triforce against full Triforce.
1: Yes, very different. Though actually, I'm not sure that this is the most powerful version of Ganon, though it's definitely the hardiest version. So here's where things get a little bit complicated, but only in retrospect viewed from the perspective of past games. Okay. So Ganondorf is sealed away by the Seven Sages and everything is okay. He's sealed away. He's not getting out. The seal is perfect. For whatever reason, the Triforce of Power is not enough to get him through this seal. Assumedly because it is a seal that is set in place by the gods at the behest of the sages, like in the backstory of Link to the Past. And at the end of it, you talk with Zelda in this really strange sky space that doesn't seem to physically exist anywhere else in the game. And you talk with her for a bit about... How everything that's happened was her fault. And as much as anyone, she wronged you in this. And that she wants to be able to give you back the years that you've lost. And if you give her the ocarina, she can do that. And you hand it over, and she takes it. And this is, like, the sequence that uh, Zelda shippers will most likely point to. Like, the look that she has as she takes the ocarina out of Link's hands and touches his for a long moment. But she sends him back in time and he regains his lost time He's sent back apparently to before he opened the door of time before he originally met zelda and he goes off and he goes to find zelda again and that's fine that's where that ends and navi flies away her work done which is the impetus for the next game
0: it seems very sudden for her to just fly away all well, the work's fine. done
1: She's sick of this shit.
0: She's sick of this, and she's sick of you. I thought she was your friend. She's your good friend, and she's done. This scene just seems like, oh, she was there for a job.
1: It's a very good goodbye, I thought. It's a very nice bit of music that they play as she flies away. But as you're in the past, the future still exists, and everybody in the world is having a big old party that Ganon is, to the best of their knowledge,
0: dead. Oh, yes, I guess... I was thinking how this game doesn't necessarily imply two timelines, but I guess with the credit sequence, it totally does.
1: Yeah, see, I was thinking the same thing earlier, and then I thought about, oh, I want to talk about the credit sequence. Oh, that still does it! So I guess we all just kind of forgot about this, sort of, in earlier timeline discussions. But yeah, like, everybody's together and they're having a party, and the Kokiri have plainly realized the idea that they'll die if they leave the forest is all bullshit, because they're out there and they're partying too. And this is an important sequence in some ways Because Mito and the Zora King are off sitting together And everybody else is having a real good time But the two of them are very sad
0: Yeah, because their their daughter slash pal is dead
1: Yeah, and they see the I guess what's basically the spirits of the sages Flying by overhead And then we get the sequence where the sages Look down on Hyrule from atop Death Mountain And they seem happy with the whole thing And if this was uh, a little bit later on, I guess they would have had the blue ghost fire around them. But yeah, uh, this game lets you know that in the future, everything turns out okay. You did your job. Everybody can start rebuilding. Everybody's happy. Nobody's mad. All the Gerudo and the Gorons and the Zoras, they're all partying together. Everybody's fine. Good job. You won. And in the past, Link finds Zelda again for the first time. And it, she turns around with the same animation from the first time she met him. Which is the only indication we have that Link goes further back in time than when he originally entered the future.
0: Yeah, he definitely
1: does. And that's where the game ends. And that's that one scene right there made things complicated in ways that might not be expected.
0: There is also another thing to note that Link visibly has the Triforce of Courage on his hands. Does he? yes.
1: Okay, I guess it's been a while since I've actually taken note of that. But also, you yeah. can see the Mario painting. Can you? Yeah. Oh, man. It's very low res, but you can see it. Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that that sequence ended up complicating things a lot because it creates this metaphysical question. It's like, okay, so this game is clearly the Imprisoning War. And so I guess Link to the Past follows the future, but we didn't really make a thing for the timeline split, right? Not at that point. Not at that point.
0: So I guess we just assumed that like Ganon was also trapped in the past. Yeah, I think it's it would have been reasonable to assume that the Sacred Realm is beyond time.
1: Yeah, like that's, that's that's something that we could assume. Like Ganon's taken care of. Period in every timeline. And it wasn't until later games was it revealed that no, not not quite. Things are still more complicated than that. But it it was a really nice way for that to wrap up. Um, I do have something about the sages that kind of strikes me viewing this from the perspective of having played twilight princess in that the sages in the child timeline um ganondorf's ceiling in twilight princess where do you think it happens in relation to the events of ocarina of time i would say
0: wait you mean after he's arrested yeah yeah, like, he's arrested how many years after Ocarina? I would say arrested pretty quickly, like, while Link is in Termina.
1: We'll just take that pretty quickly as a thing. Now, when he's arrested, the ancient sages are there, right? Mm-hmm. Which means that in Twilight Princess's take on the Ocarina of Time canon, in the past, the ancient sages are still around. Yes. But if the sages that you awaken are able to awaken to that power, that sort of implies to me that, in the Twilight Princess version of the Ocarina canon, that Ganondorf murdered the ancient sages sometime during those seven years.
0: Yeah, sure. I suppose that would check out.
1: Yeah, that's all I've got for that one.
0: So, yeah, that's uh this that it's all this
1: that one moment is also the fulcrum for the entire Hyrule Historia timeline, mm-hmm. which is a pretty decent timeline as far as timelines for Zelda go. Oh, but you don't quite agree with
0: it is the thing.
1: Not quite. Not quite. I mean, could you could you give a quick recap of how the Hyrule Historia timeline works?
0: Okay. So, basically, after Ocarina of Time, the timeline splits three ways. Yeah. The The first branch we'll call the adult timeline, which takes place in the future where Link was an adult, where he stabbed Ganon in the head, and then he was sealed in the Sacred Realm. That leads into Wind Waker and Wind Waker sequels. Mm -hmm. Then there's the child timeline, which is a timeline where Zelda sent Link back to the past to be a kid, and then he's there, and then Ganon's arrested, and Link goes to Termina, and it leads to Majora's Mask and Twilight Princess. Right. Then there's the downfall timeline, where Link loses and ganon kills him and then there is the imprisoning war and ganon is sealed and that leads to a link to the past
1: Yep, that is pretty good summary of it though it does bring to mind a few questions that i think are worth considering okay one of the big ones i think is how does ganon get the entire triforce in link to the past i mean it seems that he probably got the triforce of courage from killing link if we assume that that happened but how did he get wisdom killed zelda really sure how do you think how do you think they possibly won the imprisoning war with the king dead the sages manifested solely in the sacred realm and no standing army
0: able to go against ganon Hold on, let me read back on the Imprisoning War. Okay, so this is actually pretty brief. Um, Ganondorf the Thief obtained the Triforce of Power and managed to get his hands on Princess Zelda. The Hero of Time, Link, challenged him in a battle that would determine Hyrule's very existence and lost. At last, Ganondorf found himself in the possession of the Triforce of Wisdom and the Triforce of Courage. His true power achieved, he transformed into the Demon King. The Seven Sages of Hyrule, led by Princess Zelda... Sealed Ganon and the Triforce in the Sacred Realm as a final resort. So he stole the Triforce, but he did not kill Zelda. And he went back into the Sacred Realm. Why? No, they sealed him in the Sacred Realm. Yeah,
1: but I mean, like, why was he in the Sacred Realm in the first place? What do you mean? How are they going to force him into it? (laughs) Hmm. Link had to stab him in the head to create a vulnerability To shove him into the Sacred Realm when he had one piece.
0: (laughs) Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. uh, I thought the thing was they rallied the armies and they did it. They beat them up. Okay. You know, there's still people around. There's Gorons, there's Zora. Okay.
1: Well, we'll talk about something else for a second then.
0: Okay, tell me your theory.
1: No, 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 no. I'm building up to it. Okay. Okay, one thing that we noted earlier was that Twinrova is super alive in the Oracle games.
0: Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which means Twinrova was never killed. Mm -hmm. You super killed him in Ocarina of Time. Definitely. Okay. So Another element we might want to consider is that... You know how in Breath of the Wild, the voice of the Master Sword speaks to you? Yes. But at the end of Skyward Sword, there is no voice anymore. Fi ceases to exist. Uh Uh-huh. And you know how it's only that one timeline where... Ganon keeps coming back over and over. In the adult and the child timelines, you kill him once and it takes. That is a good point. So you've got all these different things about it. And there's these odd bits. And something that bothers me just as like a theorist is that losing to Ganondorf is something that a lot of players may never see. It's not a necessarily canonical event, so to speak. But the other timeline split that we've seen is necessarily canonical. And that's interesting, right? Something else to consider is that the names of the sages are used. Do you notice that in Breath of the Wild there don't seem to be any Gerudo kings at all, or even memories of them?
0: I did notice that, yes.
1: And memories of them being gone is very strange. They don't think of Ganon as having first manifested as a Gerudo. The leader of the tribe has heard tell that once Ganon manifested as one of her people. Mm-hmm. So that particular story has been lost, in spite of the fact that the name Naburu is remembered. So they can remember Naburu, but they cannot remember Ganondorf.
0: Why is that?
1: What I'm getting at is that there was no Ganondorf in that timeline. In fact, the other timeline splits off far earlier than you would think, in a place That we do canonically see, but that very few people tend to think about. Crystal, what's the origin of Ganon? Demise's curse.
0: Really? Tell me how that worked. Uh, He was very mad at Link and Zelda, and he cursed them, saying that he would come back and haunt them and their descendants for all time.
1: Well, that's not quite what was said. A manifestation of his hatred would hound the blood of the goddess and the soul of the hero. But here's an interesting bit. We actually have never seen his curse play out, mostly. Or at least, we have no reason to think so, if we go by the Hyrule Historia timeline. Because Skyward Sword has another timeline split.
0: Oh, okay. I see where you're going.
1: The timeline that most of the games talked about, the adult timeline and the child timeline, take place in the, we'll call it the imprisoned timeline, so to speak where Demise is destroyed when Link and Zelda wish on the Triforce and drop a mountain on him. And that destroys Demise utterly. There's nothing left. Then they go back in time, and there's another battle with Demise. And Demise is defeated. And he places the curse on their line and descendants and reincarnations and whatever you want. But then they return to their own time... And they're still in the same timeline where the Imprisoned was crushed beneath a mountain. And Demise's curse wasn't actually made in this timeline. Oh, shit. So, what I'm saying is that Link to the Past and The Legend of Zelda and Link's Awakening and all the other fallen timeline games, they don't take place in the same timeline as Ocarina of Time, period.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: The branch goes back thousands of years earlier than Ocarina of Time did. So we can think of it as being three major branches to this timeline. There's the adult timeline, the child timeline, and the accursed timeline. Oh, no. So you remember when we were reading that bit in the Link to the Past manual about how the Master Sword was forged during the Imprisoning War? Uh Uh-huh. And we dismissed that because we saw it get forged in uh, Skyward Sword? Mm Mm-hmm. That doesn't actually happen in the timeline where Demise is killed and places his curse. The Shit. Goddess Sword is never transformed into the Master Sword. Oh, no, it's not. Like- which means that Fi's consciousness was never purged from it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Which means that we never see it, but we may actually be able to take the backstory of Link to the Past at face value and assume that the Goddess Sword was forged into the Master Sword with intelligence inside of it and used to combat ganon and that in this timeline where demise's curse manifests ganon is not ganondorf the person but ganon the concept that returns over and over as a manifestation of the curse
0: shit i kind of like this
1: <laughs> so we get through all this and twin rova is alive because they never fought link why would they but they are still servants to the form of Ganon because they are practitioners of the dark magic. And you go through this whole timeline, and over and over, you end up with this idea that over time, the curse becomes more intense. That's why in Breath of the Wild, they say that Ganon is the manifestation, the pure form of a curse, rather than that he is a person who has become something else entirely. My thought is that Ganon was only ever Ganon in this timeline and that knowledge that Ganon as a Gerudo could have existed at all only exists through dreams, through prophecy of things that might have been but never were.
0: Oh my god oh, you're bringing in the Link's Awakening stuff now. Right it's like Demise's curse
1: eats away at the very fabric of how the world works so that it Becomes frayed more and more over time until even the Triforce itself is not up to the task of containing it. Not alone. And that's pretty much it.
0: Oh man, I have to ruminate on this. Um, I do like it face value. Here's another thing about it:
1: is that we tend to think of Ganondorf as being the embodiment of power, but he's not—not not really. In spite of the fact that he's my favorite character in the series, he's only appeared, uh, I'm going to ignore Force Source Adventure for the purpose of this conversation, he's only appeared three times in his own shape. Right. Every other time it's Ganon, and every other time he can die and come back.
0: So where is Breath of the Wild?
1: Breath of the Wild is at the end of the Accursed Timeline. And the reason that it has so much knowledge from the other worlds and so many apparent artifacts from other places is because of that fraying at the edges of reality that lets dreams and knowledge and prophecy touch against things that have never
0: been. Cameron? Yeah? You should write a letter to Mr. Miyamoto. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, they're clearly not opposed to shifting around the timeline.
1: Well, I mean, I also really like the idea of a unified timeline. Like, this is just like the other idea I have. The other one's like, oh, I like the idea that some reason everything comes together. That's fine. And I like the fall in timeline as an idea. But I started turning around the idea that maybe the split happened in Skyward Sword. And the more I thought about it, the more sense it made.
0: Man, you like I'm, that? I'm just considering the imprisoning war. Yeah. Trying to, trying to reconcile it with Ocarina. Yeah. See if I can make it work better than your theory. Okay. So Ganon was sealed. How the fuck did they seal him? How'd they seal him, Cam?
1: In in the Fallen timeline? Yeah. I don't know. You tell me. Well, okay. So I can think of how they would do it. If I were Zelda, I can think of how. But it wouldn't be a war. It would be a single action. Oh, God, I wrote this fanfic. I just realized this. Okay. If, If you want me to write the scenario wherein they can seal him, the way it would happen is they set... Ganon kills Link gets the triforce of courage. Zelda flees, and the only thing you can do at that point is you rally the sages together and you take the triforce of wisdom and you drop it in the middle of the sacred realm. He goes for it and you slam the door shut behind him.
0: Is that how you do it? That's how I would do it. But how how could they make a seal that can hold? I don't know.
1: How do they do it in Link to the Past? The sages can just do that. It's the power of the gods, not the sages themselves. Why do they
0: even need Link? That's a real good question. Well, okay. In the adult timeline, the seal seems pretty weak. It holds Um, for like two seconds.
1: Well, I mean, you could argue that it holds for a century or two, but Ganon in Wind Waker is way more powerful than any other version of Ganon in a lot of ways. You still trying to reconcile it?
0: So in the Historia, it seems to suggest that the seal weakened in the Link to the Past because of the ruin brought on the kingdom in the imprisoning war, so that the connection to the gods was diluted over time.
1: Huh. It's a bit of a messy explanation, but all right.
0: Yeah, the timeline they're presenting is that they did the seal, but it was kind of a messy seal, so that there were still evil minions pouring through it, and then they had to do a double seal. So the... What? Okay, so it begins... This is before the imprisoning war, even. Link dies, Ganon gets the whole Triforce, and then the Seven Sages led by Princess Zelda somehow managed to seal him in anyway. Then, for a brief time, peace returned to the Kingdom. But, because of what happened, people knew the Triforce was in the Sacred Realm, they wanted to get it, there was a big war. And then, the Sacred Realm was transformed to the Dark World by Ganon's evil heart, so everyone who went in could not leave, at least not as humans, they came back as monsters. Okay, And then there was a fierce battle between the knights and the monsters, and the sages had to do with their extra strong seal.
1: Um, it seems like the knights got wiped out during those seven years, though. Yeah, that's a thing. I feel like there's holes in this theory that the Hyrule Historia puts forward. This is actually different from
0: how I remembered it. I had thought it to be like, oh, after Link died, all of the leaders just managed to barely rally everyone enough, Mass Effect 3 style to kick gan's butt well that's that's the fanfic
1: idea right that's what you would do if you were writing that story
0: yes though that's not quite how it's presented in the story actually yeah i like your idea better you convinced me all right a cursed timeline a cursed timeline
1: all right that's good how do you feel about the idea of breath of the wild acting as the end cap to that timeline so far
0: well i always thought of it as zelda 3 anyway so that makes sense okay that's good then. We're in the right place. What well, about Four Swords Adventures? <sighs> you know, it was originally going to be uh, tell the story of the Imprisoning War.
1: Maybe we can say maybe we can save that for like the actual timeline episode. I-, I had wanted to save this for the timeline episode itself, but we can probably fill that with other things now. The accursed
0: timeline, because demise was killed in the past. Are you taking notes? Yeah. So, why did they Nerd. do it that way in Skyward Sword anyway? Kill demise in the past. Um, It seems kind of complicated for no reason. I think that they
1: did it so you could have two boss fights and still also not. they could avoid the questions like, why don't you just kill him with the Triforce? And it's like, well, you did kill him with the Triforce, but this way
0: you can also have a cool fight with him. What was the reason that they went back to the past?
1: The reason that they went back to the past is that after they killed Demise, uh, Girahim shows up, grabs Zelda, and goes back in time. To resurrect Demise in the past before anything was ready to fight him. Shit, why didn't someone at Nintendo think of this? I'm sure somebody did.
0: Oh, but they went with the... Oh, man.
1: Yeah. Well, once this
0: podcast is out there, the word will spread. And the Accursed Timeline is the new canon. The Accursed Timeline is the new canon also removing four swords into its own timeline. Yeah, basically. Basically.
1: Oh, uh, four sorts. All the multiplayer games, except for Triforce Heroes. But why not Triforce Heroes? Because Triforce Heroes doesn't have any weird lore shit in it that feels phoned in. Triforce Heroes is good, clean fun.
0: Hey, Cameron, you ready for some questions? Fuck yeah! I'm still reeling from this. <laughs> First one from Daniel. Why did they go with an ocarina out of all possible musical instruments? I feel like there's actually an answer to this. I tried looking for it, but I couldn't find any particular reason. The instrument has shown up before in uh, A Link to the Past. It was called Ocarina in Japanese, but Magic Flute in English.
1: And it was also in Link's Awakening.
0: Yeah. So and it also, the
1: N64 controller is just sort of shaped like an ocarina in the first place. Is it? So, well, I mean, that particular button arrangement fits, more or less. The C buttons and the A and B button?
0: I guess, kind of.
1: More generally speaking, no, but it, it I, I think it's... If I had to guess, it's more likely that just that it was in the older games. But
0: then why yeah. did they pick it for the older games?
1: Because it sounds very pretty.
0: Yeah, I guess it sounds better than Flute of Time. Yeah, it feels kind of old-agey. Yeah, apparently the release of this game significantly increased interest in sales of Ocarinas. Huh, well,
1: I guess that makes sense.
0: Well, okay, so there's your answer, Daniel. Why did they make an ocarina? Because they wanted a fancy flute. It's very pretty sounding. I'm sorry we can't give
1: a better answer than that.
0: I know there is a version of an ocarina that's traditional to Japan, but it's shaped like an egg instead of how it's shaped. Ah. Okay, here's another one from Chinsey. Are pose the souls of dead Hillians or a discrete entity? If the former, what are the ramifications of the fact that Link seems to be perfectly willing to drink the souls of the dead? What's your take on this one? Um, they're they're definitely dead aliens. You can maybe say they're corrupted by Ganon's influence or whatever, but they're definitely ghosts.
1: I kind of assume that they're both actually, because you run into the brothers Sharp and Flat, right? They're the ones who give you the Sun Song, mm-hmm. and they're de- they take the shape of pose. Their ghosts do though they don't leave behind anything you can shove in a bottle and then into your craw. But other Poes, especially Poes as they appear in Wind Waker, they seem to be almost like bad spirits, but not spirits as in the departed souls of people, but spirits as in naturally occurring things that are uh, consequences of the environment and the war and stuff. So
0: they might just be war spirits, you're right about Wind Waker. There, they definitely feel like spirits that aren't human, but, I don't know, here, like, you think about where do the pose most appear? Uh, Hyrule Field. In the future, after the war. Uh, well, I mean, it's always after the war, right? Or, right, after the, well, I was thinking after Ganon takes over, but yeah, you're right. Also, there was a war less than 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, I think that the war less than 10 years ago is actually where all the Style kids come from. Oh, yep. I had not thought of that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's super what I think it goes on there.
0: And then there's also the Forest Temple, which is where humans probably went into the woods and fucking died. And turned into Stalfos. Yep. Because that place is just full of Stalfos. Uh-huh. And then
1: do they show up in the well in Shadow Temple? Uh, I believe that you find quite a few Stalfos in the Shadow Temple. I think there's one or two in the well. Yeah, and then those would be
0: victims of the king's torture. What about the ones that are in, like, the Spirit Temple? Those? I don't know. I mean, there's dead Gerudo. Gerudo die. Oh,
1: wait a minute. I wanted to talk about the Iron Knuckles because the fact that, uh, like, we always think of Iron Knuckles as being like disembodied armor, but Naburo's inside of one. And if you get your camera position just right, you can see inside of others. And they're just g- more Gerudo women inside those things.
0: So do you think those are also brainwashed women?
1: I would assume so. I think that probably Twin Rova is conducting experiments on Ganon's, on Ganon's people and turning them into super soldiers, and it's very bad. That's messed up. It's fucked up. Ocarina of times got some fucked up shit in it. Hey, Cameron. Yeah? Where can people send us questions? Oh, uh, they should send us any and all questions they like, though we can't guarantee we'll read all of them, to podcast at gmail.com.
0: You can also send them to me on Twitter, at arcanecrystal.
1: I guess they can also send them to me on Twitter, at cam writer. I don't know that I recommend it, though. The, the email's definitely best.
0: Cameron, would you like to thank the good people for listening to our show? Oh,
1: yeah. Tell you what, guys, this was a long episode. Thanks for getting to the end of it, if you did. Uh, It's always a pleasure recording these things, and boy, I sure do like seeing people talk about when they listen to it, whether they enjoy it or not. It's it's really nice being able to do this, and I hope you'll continue listening. Hey, Cameron. Yeah, what's
0: up? What did the Deku scream to the Link? I don't know if I want to hear this. Hey, give me back my nuts. (sighs) Fuck!
1: Fuck all y'all I'm out I'm out